2: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots Play for free right
0: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh,
4: hey, Gus for and hey, Craig. Uh, we haven't really had anybody showing up, so I actually had it just muted until right now. Um. Anyways, I don't really have much to talk about. So if somebody wishes to put a subject in the chat, I greatly appreciate it. Kind of will just talk about anything until people show up. 860 you've been
5: unmuted.
4: Thank you. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good.
5: What's your topic for discussion tonight?
4: I don't know. I was just trying to uh, see if somebody would give me a topic for discussion in the chat. What do you think I should talk about?
5: I don't know. I'm working on uh, uh, traffic violation myself. I don't know if that's something that you discussed
4: a what violation traffic traffic violation yes what happened
5: uh it was um, allegedly i ran a red light
4: yeah <clears throat> okay yeah. well what happened when you got pulled over like they came Hold off on and the- asked for your license insurance all the regular right. stuff of course Okay, did you do anything not regular? Pardon me? Did you do anything not regular? Like, you didn't act like, oh, I'm a sovereign citizen. No, 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 I know
5: know better than that.
4: Okay, good. You'd be surprised, man. So, (laughs) uh, did you just, uh, yeah, you know, I ran the red light, or... um, No,
5: no, I didn't. Play stupid, or... Well, here's the thing: is I, I've I've um I've already actually I've already put non gearing not guilty. I had my hearing and I I declined their offer uh, of a forty dollar fine, and so now I have a court date. I'm, okay. I'm in contact with you. Are you familiar with Mark Stevens?
4: Yes, yes, I am so what what is he talking about is he talking about the affidavit of guilty right okay yeah yeah because he he says like uh you make a six to eight point affidavit and if they answer that then you'll go ahead and plead guilty
5: well what he actually what he's talking about is actually pleading guilty and then and then um uh using the ground uh, and submitting a motion to dismiss at the same time for lack of jurisdiction
4: okay maybe he he changed that up i know probably like eight months maybe a year ago he was going around and talking about making a five to eight point um affidavit and if they answered that then you would go ahead and plead guilty. It's like, I plead guilty if and a lot of the questions in the affidavit retain like specifically concerned um jurisdiction and jurisdiction. yeah,
5: issue. yeah I, yeah, I think he's changed it
4: so and and honestly, the whole way that he was going about the affidavit and um. You know, if if you answer these points in law, then I'll go ahead and plead guilty. I don't know if I would exactly go that route, but it is a fairly logical um, way to go playing in their world because, I mean, for instance, one of the things I'm sure that was in the affidavit was something to the effect of who did I cause harm, injury, or loss to? You know, right, and that's, exactly. that's basically the same thing that we talk about on this show all the time, where it's like, show up and, hey, I am man, who has the claim against me? Right, it, exactly. You know, you're, yep. you're basically doing the same thing. So even though it kind of is presented in different ways, the basic, the root basis of the law, the fundamental law is still right behind it. Right. so, I don't know if you were planning on on going that way. There were a couple of things that you basically said to me that you've done that's kind of put you squarely in their jurisdiction for the moment. and that is you know you asked for a jury trial and you pled not guilty. right. So you know typically i I would have waited for somebody to show up to say that I was guilty. Before pleading guilty or not guilty,
5: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I well, well. One of the things I've done in the past is I've sent the ticket in without even uh, uh, claiming guilty or not guilty. I just sent it in without even doing it, without checking either one of them, and they they automatically pled not guilty for me, which is, in my opinion, um, they're they're acting as my attorney, which I never gave them uh, the right to do that.
4: Yeah, well, in a lot of states, they actually have statutes that say if you don't enter in and you mail this stuff in, then they can just go ahead and plead not guilty for you. Because right, basically, right. it's like your actions are are kind of indicating that. Um, right. So I, I'm guessing just by how you're making that statement that you're dealing with this all in paperwork, just back and forth with the court right. So Yeah, and, um, you know, you can make challenges. Uh, One way that you can make challenges is kind of what we were talking about before, with going in and declaring, you know, making uh, some type of declaration, declare who and what you are. And just by doing that, you're challenging jurisdiction. Even if you're Uh not saying, hey, I'm challenging jurisdiction. Okay. So, but always put everything in writing and also say it. And once you say it, you really got to stick to it. Once you start telling them to produce the accuser and have them, you know, take the witness stand, you can't fall for their trick of, oh, it's the cop or, oh, it's this. you know like right they'll typically try JC
1: JC yeah hey this is Mark could you
4: tell me who you're talking to so Uh, I can I don't know I don't know who I'm talking to this is just from 860 and uh, they're just the first individual on the call you know probably five minutes ago most of the people who are on the call now weren't on the call, so I just unmuted them, and we started having a conversation.
1: Okay. Could you give us a backdrop on the context of what you're talking about so we could
4: understand? Well, he was talking about listening to Mark Stevens, and um, then I got into the little bit that I know about Mark Stevens, and then he was kind of getting into a brief synopsis of what was going on with him which is he had a traffic violation he's been dealing with the courts um only through paper by mail and basically they've entered in a not guilty plea for him and i guess didn't you say you requested the uh trial by jury was that correct right yeah
5: or i i, I don't think actually i don't think it's a trial by jury it's still it's still a, a um, it's it's in front of the, it's in front of the judge.
4: Okay, so trial by I mean, a judge.
5: Yeah,
2: magistrate. Hey, is whatever. uh, is this? Are you the guy that was on Facebook by any
5: chance? Negative.
2: Okay, there's a guy had a similar style case. that was asking some questions. I asked to come on the show tonight.
4: So basically, how far away is this court? Like, um. I'm guessing if you're melling paperwork back and forth, it's not in town.
5: It's probably, it's, um, no, it's not, no, it's not, it's, it, it's, we have, in this state, we have what they call, they don't use counties anymore, they have, uh, judicial districts. Okay. What state is that? What, what state States. is that? Connecticut. Interesting.
1: It's time to move south. Connecticut south. <laughs> no, you're not
5: kidding. If I, if I so, do you so guys not? You guys don't like sheriffs anymore? Then
2: is that what you're saying? I, I know. I,
5: yeah, if I They had. Uh, was it uh, Richard Mack and, and uh, Sheriff power up here trying to straighten that out? But I mean, and this is well before I, I realized what was going on. But um, yeah. If it if it was I was so dug in up here, I'd be gone in a flash. But it's not that easy, you know. I own a I own a biz own operate a business I have my resident you know I have a house and stuff like that so it's just not something that okay all right
1: move to Charlotte North Carolina
5: <laughs> top five
1: cities in the country if you can't find a job there then dude you can't you can't do it there's a bunch of Yankees in Charlotte
5: oh no I'm aware in fact I have some close friends down down that way um uh, it's just that uh, you know well you know it, you know finding a job at, after working, you know, have run a business for 30 years, it's a little bit different, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah, and it's also no it's real chill, chill. It's also a real from going from working for yourself to working for somebody else. But the original, well, thing I... is... the original thing is, that... is the original question I was asking the man is basically why is the mail going back and forth because down here in the south where most of us are um you know it's in south carolina where mark the other gentleman who was talking and myself are from we have like magistrate courts all over everywhere so when you get pulled over it's like you just go to the closest magistrate court you know it's probably not farther than five miles away
5: yeah we don't have that here we
4: have, yes, yeah. and that's basically what I was asking is, like, how, how far away is the court that you're dealing with?
5: It's probably, um, we'll say, uh, between probably 40 minutes from where I live.
4: So, so yeah, so it's not going to be convenient to run paperwork by there or something like that? No. So, okay. Well, let. Um, but-
1: well, before you go, let me chime in. I am pretty uh, boisterous about moving south, so uh, my <laughs> intent is not to be an ass. It's to shake you a little bit. and you know, look, I love Yukon and all that, but you know it's time to move south. So if I'm offending you, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to not do at worry, all. Life is better in the south. I didn't. You can measure it any which way you want. Life is better in the south, and, and you can run your own business in the south. So I encourage you. I understand there's connections, and all that. So I'm sorry if I'm being an ass, but you know I grew up in the north. I moved to the south. I'm not moving back. But anyway,
5: yeah, no. yeah.
1: glad you're on the call. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>
4: So yeah, I mean, the only reason I interrupted Mark was because you know we're we're supposed to be talking about law, not not where to move in the best places in the country <laughs> to live.
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, JC, I'm one of your recent supporters. Uh, my name is Patrick Lacey. You may be familiar. You see my my email coming through.
4: Where where are you sending that email?
5: No, no, not email. I mean, uh, uh, PayPal, whatever.
4: Oh okay, yeah I haven't I seen it.
6: To...
5: Yet, well, but yeah, yeah you you sent me an email uh, saying that I, you you uh, something about you connected me to the group or something like that. Um, but uh, it's because of my business operations. It's tough for me to be up at nine nine o'clock at night. I leave. I, I'm out of the house by sometimes like tomorrow. I'll be leaving 5:30, so that means I'm up at four. You know that kind of thing. Thank yeah. God for coffee. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
4: I I definitely understand, and uh, thanks for sending that that email. Um, then let's. Are Are you going to court here shortly? No.
5: I'm, I'm going, I, my, my court date's in August.
4: (laughs) Is it set for a hearing or a trial? Like, are you going to have a court date here coming up pretty soon?
5: No,
4: no, it's August, August. It's August. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have some time between here and then. Yeah.
1: August is because the
5: north is so slow. <laughs> it's, it was really funny. They gave me two dates. One was in July and one was in August. This was like uh, uh, two weeks ago I was at the hearing, you know? And so this, it's going to show you how many people just say, heck, we send sending their fines.
4: Well, I mean, I definitely think there's a growing movement of people who are kind of getting fed up. Yeah, I agree. So, um, but when it comes time to go and in fact, since you have so much time to work on this, one thing that I would right. probably do is go ahead and get in touch with the prosecutor and say, hey, right. you know, what right. harm, injury or losses have I caused? I, I wish to make it right immediately. I don't wish for right. there to be any controversy between us. Right. So because that's probably the best quick, sure, um sure cut way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And and then if he doesn't pick up on that, if he's not receptive to it, you just go to the next step. Yeah. But since it's it's in August, I would go ahead and start trying to communicate back and forth. Like, I mean, if you think about it, if you paid an attorney to go in um, and do some things like this, then they would immediately get in touch. Like if you took your ticket down and paid an attorney, they would immediately get in touch with uh, the prosecutor and start working out something. Right. So I I would actually start with that step right there.
5: Yeah, Okay.
4: So we, we had somebody from a 760 area code raise their hand um 760 are you there
2: yeah i'm right here
4: Can you hear me okay yeah did you have a question yeah. what's going on
6: so oh, yeah i'm the guy that posted that information on the, about that traffic um my name is jim i heard somebody mention something uh, about the about that my case Oh,
4: that was Mark. Oh, are you are you the one from Facebook? Yeah, the one with the white jacket. Uh, yeah. Hey, Sean, this might be the guy that you were talking about. And pull the pin is about to join the conversation.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Is that your real name? on the Facebook thing or a fake one? No, that's my real name, Jimmy, Jimmy. In other words, I didn't know if you want me to say your name just so I can verify. Uh, I oh, Are you Jimmy?
6: is
2: Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy, yeah, oh, Okay, Jimmy. Yeah. And my computer is going a little slow. One of the things he had asked, um, uh-huh. And I don't know how much you want me to just, disc- like, do you want to discuss yeah. your case at all? I mean, you put it on Facebook, so I guess you do. Um, one of the yeah. questions he had asked, there's a couple, JC, and I'll just say them out loud. I've answered most of them except for this, the last one. But one, he said, uh, should I go? And he's in California. So right. Do I go to the commissioner for interfering with my right to travel uh, right to trial by jury under the Seventh Amendment? That was one question, which I responded to him on that. Um, and then. Here was the one and you can answer it or I can since I've already answered one. How do you file a common law? Claim after you lost in a trial by jury and an appeals process right now? So if you want to answer that one, JC, I, I, I answered the other, that's up to you.
4: Well, I mean, if you've lost in the appeals process and you've lost in a trial by jury, you don't necessarily have a common law claim unless I'm 100% missing something.
2: And that's the answer I would have given, like you've already, you if you've gone through all that, man, you've already submitted to jurisdiction and everything.
6: Um yeah, but the the problem is now I have I have a misdemeanor on my record and I, I try to get a, a better job and that shit popped up and uh and you know it's making it hard now.
2: Well here's a couple things.
4: How, how long, how you, long uh, has the a... Go ahead. Well, I was
2: going to say, if he doesn't have a long – if he doesn't have a history, like, if you don't have a really long history of, like, traffic tickets or anything, that should be easy to get expunged. Like, you should be able to – I mean, of course, I guess it really won't help you with your job now, but you can get that – probably get that expunged off your your record.
6: Well, the the thing is, they also they also gave me, I guess, what they call it here, summary probation or – that i didn't even know you know
2: what was the charge
6: uh resisting arrest
2: well yeah what but were what you getting arrested for? yeah <laughs> well
6: well actually this is this is another one from the traffic ticket the traffic ticket was a uh, unsafe turn but
2: okay
0: there, there's but, the uh, charge
6: he, right the, the yeah the misdemeanor uh yeah, resisting arrest.
2: What what did you do to resist so I, here, supposedly? I,
6: I, no, nothing, man. I just I you know, I made a, a high speed turn and uh you know back in the day I was one of those sovereign guys, you know, like <laughs> uh, you
0: know
4: you know Yeah, yeah thing, that was the first know? question I had for the last guy. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I, I got a text message uh the <laughs> oh, friend man. who's doing the um paypal account wishes for me to shout out a thank you to patrick lacy so but yeah keep going with your story man thank you patrick all right
6: but um yeah so uh he, he wanted to see uh, the you know the id and uh i'm like you know just you know get your supervisor and you're not gonna get nothing you know am i like being detained or am i free to go and,
2: yeah, yeah, you're already, uh, you're already in the I hole. Asked, you
6: know, <laughs> affidavit of ownerships and paper, and then like ten pages of
2: paper, and oh man, crazy. Hey, hey, John, if you don't, if you don't mind, let me, uh, because I've been kind of following this guy a little bit on the Facebook thing. Uh, no, nah, man, that's that's
4: cool, brother. Go ahead. Uh,
2: and this is, you know, and uh, I can't speak for John, but we, you know. the, The Facebook thing, neither he nor I are used to really posting a lot, like, and probably, I do read them, guys, believe me, but uh, I probably try to be a little more interactive. But one of the things, like, like, just to backtrack, Jim, on, yeah, when you, like, when you said my right to trial by jury, right, um, Uh through the Seventh Amendment, and I said that you can't use that. I'll get you some information that explains why you can't, but more or less the the quick answer would be that the constitution is a con- is a contract between um, the crown and itself when they rechartered the United States and you have things like the East India Company, the Virginia Company, all these companies were rechartered back then and there was a lot of deception that went on but some of it was, you know, they were legitimate arguments, and true, and some of them were not. And some of it is a smokescreen. But one of the smokescreens is <clears throat> over the years, especially after the Civil War, they have gotten a lot of people to believe that they're a citizen of the United States. And this is where the sovereign citizen movement steps in. And it's, it's the duplicitiveness. Okay, and this is and this is one of my this is me speaking, I am not speaking for anybody else. I'm speaking for myself. This is one of the problems with utilizing the system when you're trying to use a driver's license and at the same time tell them that they don't have any jurisdiction over you. It's creating this conflict of worlds, and it's it's like a benefit with no liability, you know. And and the Constitution was written for a specific group of people, and that's what the capital W and the capital P is. It's it, that's a cap in them, and it makes it a proper noun. And only the people that signed the Constitution and their and their posterity, meaning their family, okay, and their 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 lineages are party to that document. And so, when you start claiming things like the Seventh Amendment and all this, what happens is under the lever Code, the Fourteenth Amendment, and and other under other things. You become an essentially an enemy combatant, and the term sovereign citizen. A lot of people scoff it, but John and I embrace it because it's actually. It is it a legal term? No, it's not. But is it a is it a real term? Absolutely. Um, you have people who are trying to say they're sovereign, which none of us are sovereign. Only the Creator is. We have sovereign rights, but but you know, everybody's saying they're sovereign, but then they turn around saying they're a citizen. And they're arguing the second and the third dimension incorrectly. And it's and under their stuff, okay, under their world, you're an enemy combatant. And they're going to treat you as a seditionist. And that's where the punishments come in. That's where they drag you into court. You get the fines and you get the benefit of going to jail and all these kind of things. So you'll notice that when John and I do post occasionally what we try to do is to get people kind of funneled into a mindset of being in one side of the camp or the other not really you know what I mean like if you're gonna be a legal person then be a legal person and follow their rules and don't give them a bunch of crap but if you're if you wish to be free okay then you need to move out of that camp into another camp. you know what I mean so yeah. That understanding is what is where you you were kind of getting flipped around and still. And like, you know, what little I know of your case, you're still kind of trapped right there, you know. And if you were listening, I don't know if you were on the call in the very beginning, but when John was talking about declaring who you are, that that is the secret to the kingdom right there. It's when you... Choose a side, okay, and you get there, and then you let everybody around you know, "Hey, I'm oh man, I'm not this driver you're seeking." Of course, you wouldn't necessarily argue it that way, but um, well, that that it doesn't challenge jurisdiction; it actually sets your jurisdiction. Go ahead, John. Yeah, one wow. thing. Okay, would,
4: so go, go ahead. Well, one thing that I would just really like to emphasize. For everybody who doesn't fully understand this, one thing that Sean is talking about with the uh, enemy combatant—that's—that's that's not just sovereign
0: citizens.
4: That's right. every citizen. Like if you are a citizen, there are acts that have been passed uh, during World War One, the uh, Civil War, and World War Two that basically makes every single United States citizen an enemy combatant <laughs> of the United States. And this is a lot of the ways that the, I don't know, let's just say the NSA <laughs> gets around a lot of things that are set in place for people to have rights. So it, it's not just people who are sovereign citizens. They, The United States government has basically declared what is a mixed war and a mixed war is when the power structure or the authority structure of a state uh, is at war with private persons of that state, but it's not declared and you don't know who's on whose side.
2: Right. And that that would be the trading with the enemy act and, and technically like, you are an enemy of the United States, but more so an enemy of the bank. They literally made us enemies of the bank. Right. But that's yeah, when I mean, you're, that's you're, per, you're referring
6: to legal persons, right?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. Which, legal, which legal person are you talking of?
6: When I did the, the traffic thing, the the notices, uh, I the first notice, it was the first, uh, you know, when you go in, guilty, not guilty, no contest. I didn't say anything. I, I handed her, the lady, the piece of paper saying, you know, I'm, I'm a man. I am a man. Uh, I forgot what it said, but, uh, you know, stating I was a man and uh, if there's any claims come forward.
4: Hey, is uh, English your native language, just by chance?
6: Uh, I'm, uh, uh, no, I was born here, but uh, I come from uh, Mexico. Well, actually, okay, so so you
4: flu you fluently speak Spanish, correct?
6: No, not not really. Just uh, you know, um, I speak a little bit of English and a little bit of Spanish.
4: But you're not proficient in either one of them. Mm,
6: Not really, man. You know, I I just got the GED or whatever, you know, that high school thing.
4: Yeah, yeah, the high school equivalents. I got the same thing. We're a bunch of JEDs over here, trust me. (laughs) Um, I do, man. Just a basic (laughs)
6: manner of communicating with my fellow men and women.
4: Yeah, the only thing I was asking is because you should always not just say it, but you should put it in writing. And if oh, I Spanish. Did. Okay, good. But if Spanish is your native language, if I were you, I would do it in Spanish. Like there was this one time, this Russian woman came to me, and a couple of people were really worried because she spoke Russian. And I said, nah, this is awesome because she can say everything she has to say in Russian, and the court has to interpret her. <clears throat> You know, it's it's not your right. job to understand the court. It's the court's job to understand you. The thing, the, yeah, I know what you're
6: saying. I, I just don't know how to spell in Spanish, so you
4: know. No, that's cool. That that's the only re- reason I was bringing it up or suggesting it. Oh. You know, yeah, I was just trying the- to explain it for everybody else who's listening, because you know, somebody might use that one day you know for instance there was this other greek gentleman who had a restaurant and his ex-wife was absolutely trying to rape him on the profits and what was coming out of the restaurant and leaving him with a bag full of debt and they were running over him because he didn't speak english but when he realized that when he started speaking greek they have to start speaking greek things started to flip around for them pretty quickly you know
5: yeah
6: yeah i I don't know what's what's gonna happen
4: (laughs) well so basically you've gone through the trial you were convicted on the trial you went through the appeals they upheld the trial verdict is that right yeah
6: so um so I, it it wasn't even a it was a a traffic court you you know it wasn't even at the
5: like you yeah know, the courthouse no
4: yeah no and prosecutor. typically when you appeal that it goes to like the county courthouse and they just hold the appeal there they don't send it off to the state court no
6: no it it it, it was a it's the superior court but it's it, it's the next building to the right so and it was a traffic court.
2: The yeah. The reason on it Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say the reason that you the reason that you really wouldn't have a claim in my opinion is because it doesn't sound like you ever left their jurisdiction. So there's from their perspective whether it was uh by accident or whatever you know, you were technically volunteering. Like that's never um, been fixed. You see what I'm saying?
6: So I, I should have had it clean towards the
0: the the man. No, going over? Just,
4: no what no, what Sean's no. saying is that you should have never stepped into their jurisdiction. Uh and you can always challenge jurisdiction. But at the point that you're at now, see, it's always easiest to handle these things when you get them right from the beginning. At the point that you're at now, for you to challenge jurisdiction, um, because you haven't settled the case, you haven't paid the debt, you would have to go and make a motion to reopen the case and to vacate the judgment. And then you would basically have to go in there and establish that they never had jurisdiction over you anyways which is possible, you know, like that, that is possible, but it's going to be incredibly hard to do.
6: Well, I, I, I thought Carl said you never file motions or use none of their, their, their codes and their. Yeah. And, and
4: when you're, when you're starting off, you wouldn't use any motions or codes. You would put in notices and then you got to go in there and perform the, the spot that you're at now they will not file anything for you unless it is a motion to vacate the judgment. Mm -hmm.
6: That that sounds like
2: eagles. It is.
4: It it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
2: this is what I'm trying to say. Check this out. Let me give you a perspective, okay? We're talking about this. You notice how I was talking about duplicity, right? Yeah, correct okay and don't it's, take anything i'm saying is sarcastic i promise it's not i'm just going to be i just want to show you something so the driver is not you correct the driver person the driver legal person is not jimmy correct right 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 the yeah. driver's license is the property of who or what
6: It the the state. Part, uh, it's the states yeah the dmv or whatever okay. is so it's the
2: state all right so they find who the uh, the person the okay paper, the person. then what then then why do you care yeah but then so the problem
6: is the insurance goes up and you know all that
2: stuff yeah but that, that that's for the person though see this is what i'm talking about duplicity everybody's got to get out of this duplicity everybody wants all these benefits they want to have sex with the prostitute but when it comes time to get the shot for the drip, they don't want to do it. They don't want the drip, (laughs) but it's too late. See, you've already already rolled in the mud, man. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, see, like if they're going after the person, let them, who cares? If they're licensed, they can have it back. But see, you want the benefit. This is where the problem is coming in of, People in general, not just you, Jim. All of us did it for a certain period of time. Some of us have gotten out of it. Some of us have gotten better about it. Some people... But what I'm trying to tell you is the scam is that you believe you need the license anyway. So okay. let them find... Like, all right, let's say you don't pay... The so I'm
4: I'm going to jump do? in here
2: for a minute.
4: I'm going to play double... You're going to jump advocate. out or jump in? No, I'm going to jump in here. <laughs> Hey, hey.
6: hold on, guys, hold on. Hey, um, uh, hey, my boss came, and uh, I'm gonna screw up with him real quick. Gotta talk some numbers, and uh, I, I gotta, I gotta go real quick. But um, hopefully I can make it back in time.
4: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, whenever we'll you call here. back in, raise your hand back up.
6: Yeah. So, what, what what do you press? Zero, star two, or star
4: one? What was it? Uh dude, I don't know. I just get in on the computer, and it says click this button. That's what I do i think oh, it's okay.
2: star two i think it's star two i star believe two, you're right,
6: right? Star yeah, two. Okay. yeah. Uh, all right man hey excuse me uh we'll, we'll click up later
4: all right <laughs> brother <Click up. laughs> all right jimmy all right, all right, right pull the right, you right. Right. Cool. hey
5: sean jc yeah you guys operate with a motor vehicle license
4: Well, see, that's that's what I was going to talk about, because I feel a little bit differently from Sean on this issue. And I am a little bit more of a uh, put your toes in, put your foot in, put your knees in. And as soon as you get waist deep, jump in the water. Um, I view the whole person thing completely different. Uh, In some ways, we view it the same, but I don't believe that just because you have their driver's person, um, that you have to create joinder with the driver's person. And in fact, they don't believe that either because I have seen them time and time again drop um, ticket violations because there was no joinder. So... Basically, you can get a driver's license, but, for instance, and we've gone over this on the show, if the cop comes up to you and he asks for your driver's license, well, I don't have a driver's license. So, you're telling me you're illegally driving. No, that's not what I said. So, do you have driver's license? No, I don't, but the state does. The state oh, has okay. a driver's license, and I have it within my possession. If the state ever wishes for their driver's license back, I already told them I'd give it to them. Right. Would you I, like the driver's license back now? And of course, they're going to say, yeah. But what you're doing is you are not joining to the driver's right. license at that moment in time. Right, right, right. So, so I, personally. I believe, in
5: one of your, I believe in one of your videos, you talk about how you're you you're not you don't want to give them back yet because they secure your rights. Do what? It secures your rights, like in other words, your right to drive.
4: What the driver's license? Right. No, I mean it's it's not that it secures my rights. I mean I agree with Sean one hundred percent. Why should you have to write all rights reserved if you have rights? It's it would be right. like reserving. This is the example Sean uses all the time and I love it. It would be like reserving a table at your own restaurant. You know, no, if I own the restaurant, if I do come in and I don't have a place to sit, I'm gonna go up and tell somebody, hey, you know, your meal's free, but you guys gotta go right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like I own the restaurant. (laughs) Um So you don't have to reserve your rights. It's just like uh, there was this gentleman I helped one time. They gave him a provisional driver's license. And the only reason they gave him a provisional driver's license was because they wanted to make sure the next cop who pulled this guy over would not rip him out of the car, violate him, throw him in handcuffs, and then throw him in a cage just because he didn't have this piece of plastic. And I look at having that piece of plastic – very similarly like i'm not right having this for my benefit i have it for your benefit i have it to limit your liability because this guy who's pulling me over on the side of the road he has no clue what law is he has no clue and if i don't have this he's gonna smash through my window he's gonna put a gun to my head he's gonna throw me in handcuffs and i'm gonna have a really bad night
5: Right. Right. You 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 carry a license because of your concern over the threat of violence from the local police force. If you don't carry it,
4: well, you know, I personally carry a license. Um, I haven't paid taxes on my car, <laughs> uh, but I personally carry a license and insurance. And you know, maybe at some point I'll get around to paying taxes on my car, but I don't have a huge money flow right now. Uh, but the main reason I do that is is for convenience. Like, technically, if somebody offered you $200 to drive them home from a bar because you were sober and they were not, you're not supposed to take that and be, commer- like, uh, be interacting right, in the right. commercial world without a driver's license, some type of insurance, right. uh, registration, right. and all of those things. So, um I, I mean, I believe that the system is absolutely corrupt and evil and that they use these things to trick people into jurisdiction. Uh, you know, I'm 100% squared off there. But as as far as it's either one way or another, I don't think most people would just go and give up everything that they've worked their entire lives for just to have a mass exodus out of the system. Now, would I love if that happened? Absolutely. I would think that would be beautiful, but I think most people are gonna say, let me get my feet wet, let me get my knees wet, let me get my waist wet, and then I'm gonna jump in. And that was one of the whole reasons of making the uh, vote the government out of office video on just conspiracy and how to write your senators and reclaim your rights. Like how do you you write your representatives and reclaim your rights? Because those are probably the first two steps. You know, that's probably putting your feet in the water and then getting knee deep. (laughs) You know, you haven't 100% committed yet, but you have said, I'm not gonna participate in the voting system. And I'm going to write you a letter saying, if you wish to write some type of statutory instrument you wish to impose on me, you can contact me right here. We can talk about it. I'm not opposed to the idea. I'd just like to know about it first. So for me, it's like a legal person. There are a lot of different legal persons. And it's which legal person. Are you? um, And do you wish to be that legal person? There's court case after court case from the early uh, 20th century, that basically said um, that basically said that uh, you could be a US citizen person when it benefited you. And you didn't have to be when it didn't benefit you. Because back then, U.S. citizen persons, if they traveled overseas or traveled around the world, they got a whole lot of benefits in other countries by being a citizen of the United States. But when they got back over to the United States, that citizen of the United States wasn't so popular because those were the people who were getting taxed. Those were the persons that they were extracting taxes out of. Mm
5: -hmm. income
4: taxes yeah income taxes and and other taxes it wasn't just income, Uh, right so so this is where it's like you know i was explaining it to somebody earlier this afternoon how if you think about persons and legal persons it's it's a lot like don't even think about it like legal persons think about it like emotional persons are you a mad person Well, sometimes does that mean that you're a mad person all the time? Are you a happy person? Well, sometimes, you know, does that mean that you have to be a happy person all the time? And your legal persons are the same thing. It's like, are you a driver's persons? No, sometimes do I have to be all the time?
5: No. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be it'd be one thing if you got if you get stopped by the, you know, officer of law frequently. You could, you know, even more practice at it. I guess what I'm saying.
7: Well, yeah, um,
4: you know, you could write it down. Uh, I mean, the main yeah. thing is 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 the first. As soon as they come up to the window, the first thing I would ask them, as long as it's not two o'clock in the morning and I'm driving through the middle of the ghetto. But the first thing I would probably ask them is, are you going to use any of that against me in a court of law? Because if they are, you don't have to give it to them. You know? Um, And if they persist past that, what I would say is I don't have a driver's license. The state does. And just by saying that, you're clearly expressing, I'm not a driver's person. But you're not telling them that. You're you're not saying, I'm not a driver's person right now, and because of case law, da-da-da-da-da. Right,
5: right. They don't
4: want to hear that shit.
5: No, well, and it's like Carl Lentz says. I never argue with a police officer on the side of the road. I, I love do what he's got to do, because, you know, my size and the way I look, I, I don't even bother.
4: Yeah. Well, I, d- I don't bother, because they have a radio, and they got backup. Yeah. You know like I mean I mean there are times to fight and there are times not to fight. Right, exactly. You know? yeah. But it's if,
1: if look, hey, let me interject. Let's let's be accurate. Let's call them pigs. Ah.
4: Where did the term pig come from anyways? I don't know. Like, I mean, I know it's centuries old. It's not like it was a, you know, 20th century phenomenon. But I just wonder why why they've historically been called pigs. You know, because typically know. a pig feeds you, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't feed a pig. <laughs> well,
5: yeah, you do to keep it to grow what you do. Batten it up. I mean, you yeah, feed it.
4: you feed it to grow it, but I mean, eventually you get your harvest back, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I mean, I I just don't know. I always wondered. Pull the pin. I'm gonna meet you again. So, but I've always hey, just wondered where the term pig came from.
1: If you tell a man to eat shit, would you be calling him a pig?
4: Do pigs eat shit?
5: No, I'm saying if you tell another man to eat shit, wouldn't
1: you be calling him a pig? Yep. I I don't know. That's just my thought.
6: I'm curious to know why they call him pigs, too.
1: Thanks. (coughs) Look, Sean Sean is one of. One tenth of one percent of the good officers, and he brings good things um, to the table and perspectives. It, It 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 does not change the fact that the the police must be very kind. The police in all these counties and cities are out of absolute control. Do they risk their lives? Yeah. Are some of them good? Yes. But when somebody shoots somebody in the back five times, there are no police officers that stand up and say that that's wrong. I understand the legal precedence for that, but I also understand that it's bullshit. And, you know, I also understand that if you eliminate cops for a week in your life, uh, those can be major problems. They put up with a lot of bullshit. They, however, on the other hand are very militarized, they do not know the Constitution, they don't care about the Constitution, and they are, you know, the vast majority of them um, are testosterone high. But we, we still need them, you know, so I don't mean to control everything. but.
5: All right, fellas, I gotta sign off. It was great talk with you. I'll catch up with you next week.
4: Ah, uh, yeah. Thanks for staying up late for us, man. We uh, we appreciate it, and thanks everybody for coming out and listening to us. We appreciate all of the listeners. And if you come, actually next week I will not be doing a show. Oh, if you right. want to come back the week after that, I will be right, back. Right. Yeah,
5: yeah. All right. Great. Hey, th- so, hey, but thanks, thanks for, for coming me. out and so, hanging out with us. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for hosting the show, Casey.
4: Yeah, man. Right, right, bye. Good night. Hey, Shaman, do you want to uh, answer, I mean... Answer what? The whole cop thing.
2: Well, you see, I, I look at it differently. I'll tell you why. I used to look at it like you do, where... I mean, and, and actually, if you want to get right down to brass tacks about it, yeah, I mean, you can utilize a legal person, and you got to have the balls to go to court and explain why you're not that legal person. And then you've got, a, you know, depending on your constitution of, of yourself, you've got an opportunity to perhaps get it dismissed because either A, they just don't feel like putting up with it, B, you got a good point, or C, you get them on a technicality because most of the traffic stuff is handled in a municipal court, which is not a court, it's just an administrative process. But the reason I have a problem with it now is because I try to be, and I can be an asshole, I can be a hypocrite from time to time, but I try to be as honest of a man as I can, and I try to be as least hypocritical as I can. And I've made some big mistakes in my life, I've tried to correct them. And I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to be a purist as much as possible because I don't feel like capitulating or saying something's difficult if I do this or if I do this, it's going to be a hard thing. I mean, shit, you know me you know me, man to man, John. Um, I've stood when the shit was thick. But in reality, to get a driver's license, you have to do a couple things. And I don't like to lie, especially to people I love, but I definitely don't like to lie. And one of the boxes you have to check on a driver's license is that I'm a U.S. citizen, and I'm not. And that would be a lie. And that puts me right in their camp the moment I do that. The moment I do that, I'm saying I'm something I'm not. And then that makes me dishonest. (laughs) And then it's really hard to bitch about somebody else being dishonest if I'm doing that thing too. Now, do I recognize the implications of what I just said? Oh, yeah. Could I be drug drugged? Could I be shot in the face for it? Sure. Depends on the cop, the day, what time it is. I mean, there's, there's just this tidal wave of issues that go with a statement like that. But I just believe it's going to be very difficult for us to change the world if we're always compromising. we're compromising our views because it's difficult or we're compromising our views um whatever reason and we all do it And i'm a hypocrite from time to time with things i admit it um there's a tag on my car right now um i have insurance so that's admiralty absolutely makes me a hypocrite so i'm not trying to rise above anybody here but i will say that i'm trying my best to work my way out of that world and be the most honest guy I can so that when somebody says, hey, did you do this? Have you done that? I want to be the guy that's able to say, yeah, I have. And, uh, you know, and I think I've been making some pretty good strides towards that in the last two and a half, three years, five years. And I still got a little ways to go. And hopefully within this next year, you know, I'm where I need to be. So do I recognize that there's a legal person and that cops know the law and that it creates problems where we can get beat shot? I mean, that was the that was the exact point I brought up to that attorney that we uh, debated, you know, can you be shot and killed by a police officer for jaywalking? The answer is yes. Absolutely. And uh, and it can go from point A to point B and about Ten seconds. It just depends on the cop and the day, and how we're reacting to them and they're reacting to us. I have personally worked with cops that probably would shoot somebody in under five seconds if they did the wrong thing. Um, I've seen those cops fired because of the liability that they presented. But you know, sometimes there's no easy answers. But there is a purist and an absolute answer, and I think that whatever that answer is, we should all try to strive towards that so that we set the example and that when they try to bring us into their world and say, yeah, we're dirty, but so are you. See here, you said this, and you weren't. See, you checked that you were a U.S. citizen, and you knew you weren't. That means you perjured yourself. You know, that's kind of one of my problems with the taxation issue. You know, right on the tax form, it says requested form, And I swear under the penalties of perjury, and that goes against my religious conviction. I'm not supposed to swear an oath according to the, you know, what I believe in the Bible. And I'm sure as hell I'm not supposed to swear an oath that I'm something I'm not. So that makes me an oath breaker and a liar. So that's my answer to the cop thing. Unless you were asking me about the pig thing, and then I could tell you I used to know that answer, and I was desperately trying to remember, but I cannot remember for nothing. But I remember when I heard it, it was funny as hell. So I will try to learn that again.
4: Well, Sean, apparently it comes
2: see what there's a whole bunch of noise. Go this this ahead. is Mark, I'll 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 wait
1: for JC. Oh okay, yeah.
4: Oh I was I was just gonna say apparently it began in England around eighteen eleven. But I can't find like a specific reason. It was just kind of an insult. Do you remember?
2: Do you remember what that uh captain told you police stood for? You said that memorized. Don't tell me you forgot.
4: What's that? Do
2: you remember when Steve told you about the what the police
4: Oh oh stood yeah, for? yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh... <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe it. it's uh
0: Come on. Uh, police
4: that. officers <laughs> looting innocent civilians everywhere
0: <laughs> there
4: you go that's what it is police officers looting innocent civilians everywhere that was the acronym that I got for what police meant from somebody in the police force <laughs> Uh, well, it was kind of funny. Sean, fact, let, let hey, me sit there. Wait. wait, wait, wait.
0: Oh, here it In is. Fact, Go
4: ahead. Uh, Mark, Mark and I were talking earlier um, before we got on the call tonight. And I told Mark straight up, uh, you know, because he's dealing with that bankruptcy stuff. And he was talking to me about some of it. And I was like, man, I stick to the common law you're talking about codes and statutes. I was like, Mark, you probably know more about banking law, corporate law, um, consumer banking procedures, all of that stuff than I do. Like I would put my hands down any day of the week. The guy has been in you know, very white-collar jobs where that type of skill and task is required. He's paid taxes most of his life. I've never, ever registered with the IRS. So, you know, in the earlier conversation, I definitely told Mark, hey, Mark, in this area of this specific subject, <laughs> you got me.
0: Hey,
2: here's the answer, if you want it real quick. Uh, It says, pigs, back in 1809, Sir Robert Peel, which we know who he was, entered the House of Commons of London. He developed a passion for sandy-backed pigs found in Ireland and began to breed them in Tamsworth. Soon, these pigs were known as Tamworth pigs. Pig slain was commonplace in Tamworth because of this, and in 1829, that relation to police came into it. The politicians were concerned about the way London was policed, and Sir Robert Peel changed things. That's when he got the bobbies going. He changed uh, the uh, changes resulting resulted in the formation of the Metropolitan Police, which is what the New York Police Department was based on, by the way. And it says, due to the pig nature that Tamworth had become, the police suffered the same fate as other Tamworth products, and they became related to pigs. There you go. Wow, Sean, uh, is that Wikipedia? No, I got that from some dude.
7: Like, I knew it had
2: something to do. Basically, they just figured they were the dirtiest, lowest, nastiest creature on the earth. It was basically what yeah, well, it came down to. I well, that's can't, why I if can't, you're, I just...
4: you're Jewish or he, he, like Hebrew, Jewish, Islamic, you're not supposed to
2: eat the pig
4: because it's dirty.
2: Well, yeah, technically Christian. <laughs> <either>.
4: <laughs> well, uh
2: Let let, let
1: me say this, Sean, I've never met you, and someday hopefully I will, Uh, but I have engaged many, many uh, so-called police officers, and disappointment is, is... a, a very mild term that I have from the analysis of the engagement of police officers, uh, whether they be county, city, state, well, whatever. But I, I can say this, and I believe this with all my heart, is that your representation is very balanced, it's informative it's knowledgeable it's factual and it it causes me uh, to pause and think and and analyze and um i do think on on the other hand that you are the exception that you are not the rule and therefore that that fuels my disdain for um Officers, um, but you you bring light. And look, I was talking to J.C. earlier before we got on here. Look, I'm I'm not blowing smoke up your ass or anybody else's ass. I don't give a flying fuck. All right, I'm gonna say it the the way I think it is, and uh, that doesn't make me right, but prove me wrong. But um, I would say with our engaging conversations that I respect you and your position more than any police officer that I've ever engaged. And I've engaged a lot of them. And I think that your position is balanced, it's informative, it's knowledgeable, and uh, you, you you
2: make me think. So I I appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate that. That's very complimentary. But I guarantee you, if you were on the wrong side of me, I mean, as a cop, you would have hated me. Because I was good at what I did. Like, I knew how to operate. But <clears throat> this is where the misnomer is. Like, there's, look, man. <laughs> there are hey, let me I've just tell you, to- as
4: a good friend of Sean, let me just say, as a good friend of Sean, it, it, he doesn't have to be on the other side of you as a cop, even if he's just on the other side of you, it's very uncomfortable. Even if y'all love each other and you're going to go to the ends of the world for each other and you're going to go to bat and never leave one another on the field, you know, there's some I don't know. I don't know whether to take
2: that conflict. as a compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think it's I think, it. it's, I
1: think it's a compliment.
2: I I stand you, for what you're I believe in, in man. That's it. I stand for what I believe in man, that's all. But uh Well, you, you know, know. Dude, like the cops are in a box though, man. I mean, uh, again, you know, and and honestly, I look at it like the rest of the freaking world is too. I mean, everybody has these ideas. And they get an idea, and I always, I mean, J.C. and I, and I'm not bringing this up because of this, John, but J.C. and I were talking about a similar principled aspect of this, what I'm getting ready to say today. You know, there are times where, just like if you're married, you know, you get into an argument, right, and then you got your point of view and your wife's got her point of view, and you're both, can you're convinced, well, I'm correct, I mean, I've thought this through, I've, I've, I know. And then the other person's like, well, I got this figured out. I know. And then somebody from the outside says, uh, did you guys think about this? And you both go, shit. No, I didn't even think about that. And it's like I was showing a guy the other day. I had a torpedo level in my hand, and it's magnetic on one side. And I was sitting across from him. And I'm like, you know, I said, a lot of discussions and issues are like this tor- This level. And he said, what do you mean? It's like, well, if I hold this level like this. What are you gonna tell me it looks like? He said, a black line. I said, exactly. What if I told you this was a blue and white level with yellow bubbles in it, three of them, and you didn't know it was a torpedo level? You would swear to God I was a crazy nut and that I had no idea what I was talking about, but what if I just tilt my head to the left or right? Then you would see, oh, it is a torpedo level. If you look at it straight on, it just looks like a black line. And I think that a lot of arguments are like that. Like, there is gray in the world, but there's also gray is made of black and white. And I think two, three, four heads are better than one. And sometimes we get locked into thoughts. And cops do that, and the other side does that. And neither side listens to one another and realizes sometimes the answer is in the middle.
1: Well, two and three, four heads, we won't talk about a group sex, all right? <laughs> 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 Look, Sh- Sh- Sean. Uh, I mean, I, I, I have no. I, I, I don't know where you live. Um, and you know, uh, my life is a shit show right now, and that's no, my own fault.
2: That, yeah,
1: yeah, it is. Uh, however, I am divorced, so life is looking up. <laughs> <laughs> Life is good. I was married for twenty three thousand years. <laughs> oh, man. But so I I look forward to to meeting you, and uh, I'm thankful for what you do and your knowledge and information. And um, with JC, I was telling him earlier, I I, I have some knowledge. All right, but I have not, and this is very, very true. I've the puzzle has not been put together for me yet. When I do put it together, I'll I'll be a badass. But in the in the meantime, uh, I don't want to be one of those stupid fucks that go into court that you know everybody says like what were you thinking god or not thinking <laughs> so i i i do believe that this is important and uh, i'm committed to dedicating to the rest of my life to this and the um exposure the knowledge the transference of information to to other people and you know Most of my life, I've been the expert. I'm the one who knows, and I'm the one who kicks everybody else's ass in the the debate. And in this arena, I'm not that person. I I fully believe at some point I I will be close to that. But right now, I'm
4: not. Hey, while you're bringing that up, Shaman and I have a call out to anybody who wishes to debate law, talk about law. We don't care if you're an attorney. We don't care if you're a clerk. We don't care if you're a cop. We don't care if you're a judge. We don't care if you're Anna Von Rice or uh, who's that other guy, Rod Klass. We don't care if you're Rod Klass. We don't care if you're uh Who's, who's that guy who wrote the paperwork that sent Paul uh, Paul to prison?
2: Oh, uh, Paul Hanson.
4: Yeah, we don't care if you're Paul John Hansen. We don't care if you're Carl Lentz or Gus Brenton. If you wish to debate law, if you wish to debate law with us, we are open 24-7. Just get in contact with us. Come on the show. We're all about free speech over here. All about it. You won't get muted what? unless you're incredibly out of line, but this is a call out. Anybody who wishes to step up to the plate, we wish to have you. you, well, you I, to I, I,
2: <laughs> what? Did somebody I, ruffle, your, did but, ruffle your tail feathers? Or, or?
1: No, he's just stating facts. <laughs> <laughs> That was he that just was said. And you know what? Police, bro. At at this point in my life, as I dig through the the bushes to find my cigarette that fell down, uh, <laughs> I will gladly sit on the sideline and listen and absorb it like a sponge, uh, because there's a lot that I need to learn. <laughs>
2: Oh, there's a lot of all of us got to learn, man.
4: That is for sure. Well, you I used you know, use to tell know. you the
2: truth, dude. And I went through my when I went through that IRS stuff. I I promise you, the Creator took a lot of my pride away. I mean, he taught me to he taught me to definitely try to talk things out with people and to hear their opinions, and, and and try to learn from people as much as possible. Yeah, you know, the book of Job is not about Job.
4: What it's not. Okay, wait. You want to talk about the book of Job?
2: Uh-oh. You got yeah. i worms there. Yeah, the book of Job is not Did about you, God. You got John and you got Brian on here. oh should i unmute
4: brian (laughs) who's brian Uh, brian's the cat that you were talking
2: back and forth but
4: hey if you want hey if you want to get into a philosophical discussion about job this is a law show but i'm on like I'm
1: down. Oh, okay,
5: to all right. Uh, look, I'm look, um... not back
2: down. Yeah, I'm sorry, John. has no. been wanting to do the a, first. Want to do a show on Job forever?
1: Who me, John? Uh... Who's one me? Oh, uh, yeah, Job. The first thirty-seven chapters. I, 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 what, what are they about? There are about a bunch of religious stupid fucks that are telling Job that he has sin in his life. That's what it is. <laughs> like, oh, you must have
4: sin. Am I wrong? Nah, man. No, man. No, I'm a, not wrong. was whispering into his ear. I'm that brother had a bunch of... This one. That brother had a bunch of devils whispering into his ear. You know, like, the devil never looks so attractive as when he's sitting right next to you and whispering into your ear. You know, you do not... Right, Why? Because he has is, a tight pussy and nice kitty. <laughs> and he is the king of deception. Okay, so he can be like, for instance, with Job. Job didn't go for other women. He got a new wife because, well his other wife died <laughs> um, but okay so job has all these men sitting next to him and they're scribes and they're pharisees and they're sitting next to him they're saying oh god's pissed off at you for some reason you know right God i call them really religious pissed fuck. off at you for some reason huh right i call i call them religious fucks Yeah, but they were really scribes and Pharisees, and they were trying to aid and assist uh, Job, but Job wasn't falling for it. He was like, no, 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 no. I know that you guys, you guys, y'all think y'all got the creator. I get it. Yeah, all these people come to you guys. They want to know what the creator's thinking, and you say you got it. You know, you say you got that one magic trick. That one magic common law answer that gets everybody out of everything. But I don't believe that should exist. I believe that my father judges me for me. Right. And uh, the first 37 chapters, a bunch of
1: these religious scribes, preachers, whatever you want to call them. The, 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 they were condemning him saying you must have done something wrong god is wrong you you're not in god's favor you must have sin in your life you must
4: repent and they had yeah, no but, fucking clue but of, you of read god's plan. you read those last four chapters and not only did he get everything back he gets everything back tenfold in he spades yeah Tenfold, yeah because because he was loyal to the man, he was loyal to God. You know, I mean, think about right. this. This is, this is the most you fucked up to, part.
2: What? I was going to say, when you guys, if you don't mind giving me a, a chance at some point, I'll tell you what I really think the book of Job was really about.
0: I, all right. All right. I, you, you
2: have the right to be
1: wrong. Yeah, you have, Sean, you have the right to be wrong, come but come I'll come gladly
4: listen. Let me just throw this in there, okay, and and then Sean can give his opinion. We just heard Brian. Brian, you're not (laughs) muted. You can speak up here in a minute. But um, in the first couple of chapters of Job, man, Satan comes along. Satan's just chilling, and and he starts a conversation with God, and he's like, all these people worship you because of what you do for them. what you give them, and and God says, well, have you ever considered testing my servant Job? Have you ever considered this guy? Because I bet he won't falter. I bet his knees will not crack. I bet he will not stumble. This this man, he's true blue. He's true to the heart. He will walk out on right. The but that that, that that was Satan.
1: That was Satan himself that uh, can, that approached the throne of God. And, and God said that to Satan. Have you considered my servant Job?
4: Yeah, but God, hey, told, God told Satan to go after Job. Hey, hey. He, like, he, allowed, he,
5: he allowed him
2: to go after No, 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 no. What? Listen, watch what happened, man. I'm going to tell you what really was going on. So, this is another thing about when was Satan thrown out of heaven. Because here he is right in front of God. That's the first thing. That's just a little side side note. So he's coming along. God says, hey, man, where you been? He says, oh, I've just been walking around the earth, man, hanging out. He's like, oh, that's cool. Yep. And, uh, if you're not If you're not busy, come over here for a second. He says, what? He says, look down yonder at that feller. Yeah, Joe fell. Have you
1: considered, have you
2: considered yeah. my servant Joe? Well, hold, on. hold on. Yeah, let me get to the other side of this. So he says, see that down here? Yeah? What do you think of him? I bet he cursed you if you let me beat him down. He says, I bet he don't. He said, all right. He goes, well, I'll tell you what, you go ahead and beat him down, but you can't kill him. Yep. The whole The whole point of that story was what? It was to teach Satan what true love was about. I think the whole point of Job was a pawn. he was just a pawn, because that's all we all are. We're just he loves us with all of his heart, but we're navel when it comes right down to it. We're just servants. And he was teaching Satan a lesson that when somebody really loves me, you can't break them. You can't break them. That's an interesting and, uh, perspective. And then when, and then when Job got weak after all your little buddies went down there and started running their mouths. That's when God got pissed at him when he saw he thought he might he might crack. God was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing? You're not going to crack, are you?" And then of course he didn't crack, and then he got rewarded. But God instigated that whole thing to teach Satan a lesson about what true love meant, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's ten thousand meanings. Even John was picking up on that one though. Like, but that I mean, he did okay. instigated that whole thing.
1: Well, I think I I agree with you that God instigated the whole thing. It, it started with when He said, "Have you considered my servant Job?" When Satan and God meet, um, and the aspect of of love, uh, Job's love for God, I've never ever heard of or thought of before. And that's a, a very interesting dynamic that I do not think is untrue, but I'd have to think about it more, I mean, to, to, to analyze it. And look, to try to understand who God is, I believe that we are required to do that. Regardless of what it is, we are required to do that, regardless of religious teachings uh, 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 denominations, pop culture look and that's that's where I am. I just want to understand God and I want to know the truth that that's where I am. Hey uh, hey John you know what's on there? Yeah, he should
6: be
4: unmuted.
2: Does he, he? I think we said he could have his. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's
4: I... Brian. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You get your turn. Brian, I speak back. I get the fucking speak back. Hello?
2: Hey, yeah, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Can I hear you? Yeah. Sorry, can you hear me? yeah go ahead, man. Yes,
0: yes, this is Verizon. We can't hear you okay well, there's a lot a lot in everything that you guys said, but uh but job was still he had to learn the lessons too job was it was his pride that he was holding on to also, and he had to let it go. That's why, in the end, God says he he really comes down to him, and it says job repented himself. Job, he, he, he was his heart was right, but he wasn't. Uh, but he was still not perfect. Isn't it uh, that God about, only used
2: that with Judas too? Before I forget it, sorry. Remember when he said that about Judas after Judas betrayed Christ? It's one of the only other times I think I read that in the Bible where it says Judas repented himself, but he wasn't forgiven. Anyway,
0: go ahead. Well, yeah, it's. Later on, it says godly repentance versus uh, worldly repentance. But anyway, this, the other thing that God does in the Book of Job is He brags about Himself. There's like four or five chapters in there when He says, uh, "Where were you when I laid the foundations of the world? Were you there when I did this? When you were there when I did that?" I mean, God just brags on Himself for like five, six chapters in there. So, no, you know, you're, you're Brian. You're Brian, you're saying that. God.
1: Brian, let me Brian? let me interject here. You're you're saying that God bragged on himself. Yeah. I, I would I, I I would seriously consider the the point of God busting Job's chops in in him saying rather than bragging, which I hey, cannot hey. say is untrue.
4: Hey, wait, wait, wait. Brian, were you done with your dissertation? Because we all gave our dissertation for the most part. Well, it's,
0: what, what I was going to say is if you ever watch one of these movies that uh, it's like a con man movie or something, and you watch it through the whole thing, and all this different stuff is going on, and all these different stories will be going on in this movie. But at the end, there's one guy who planned it all out. He interacted with every other character in the movie. He's like the master planner. That's what you know. God was dealing with. You know what everybody said is true. He was dealing with the devil. He was dealing with Job. He was dealing with the the three guys that were there. He was dealing with the young man that that said something after that. But when he rebukes those religious guys, that's when he says starts coming down. He says, "Who are you guys that talk without wisdom?" You know, where were you when I was this? He rebukes them. Oh, so how does he rebuke them? He shows them his knowledge, what he's done.
1: Oh, you're so right.
0: That, he's revealing, you know, who he is. I just said use the term bragging. Maybe that's not the right term to use. But he, he tells everybody who he is and what he's done. And then he talks about, you know, Leviathan in there and who can make his uh, – Spear, or his swords approach unto him. There's all kinds of spiritual stuff in there, but the thing is, is that the, the the book has a whole lot of different levels. And you know, Job. You know, Job came a long way after the fall in the garden, so he, he definitely that's after Satan was cast out. You know, a lot of that stuff is just evident, but it's also pictures. There's 42 chapters in Job. There's three and a half years in the tribulation, which is 42 months. It also pictures future, what's going to happen. when also got, to go through tribulation.
4: Just for. This is, you know, numerology, astrology mixed in with artistic. Does art replicate life or does life replicate art? But, you know the number 42 is the answer to the universe in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the number 42 and there's 42 chapters in job like i i i wish for you to continue but i got some other things to say about job now that you know some more stuff has come out
5: okay well before you
1: all right, Brian. One, 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 one. Quick thing, but before, um, Brian, I would like your contact info. And could you tell me if it's okay? Tell uh, Sean and JC if it's okay.
0: Uh, what What state are you in? Uh, sanity. I'm in the state of confusion. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, I'm in the state of sanity
0: too.
1: So you're not married.
0: <laughs> no, I'm happily married. I have a. What? Well, that's good that for I you. Know is that uh, in the end of Job when he gets he gets? I don't think he gets the original kids back. I think it's new kids.
4: Yeah. Well, a couple well I of agree with you. Decide. Yeah, like a couple of the kids died, but he did get a new wife. All of them. He did get, no, yeah. all of them died. All of them
2: yeah. died.
4: And yeah. that's what's insane is that it was just time after time after time, bad news this day, the next day, the day after that. And I was actually in Bible study with somebody. I, You know, I actually respect because they they read the Bible and they question it. And... um. And I very rarely give my opinions unless they ask for them in Bible study. (laughs) But one thing that he was talking about was when we were reading the book of Job, he said that in his mind, it wasn't that one child died one day and then another child died another day, like the very next day. Well, he was of the mind that, um, you know. The secession of when his servants are giving him the bad news, the su- the secession of that was over a couple years span.
0: No. I mean, So reading it at the time, I kind of. One f- of the, it says all the kids were gathered into one of the other kids' uh, houses, and the four winds came and smoked the house, and the house collapsed and killed them all. I mean, it comes. They died at know, one time. I the one guy says comes up and he says, "Hey, the Syrians fell and they took all the camels." Then the next guy comes up and says, "They took all of this." And then the next one comes and says, "These yeah, there, people fell on and they took everything." There's four days of like really bad news, right? No, they all come right behind each other. It happens: boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and
4: but what I'm what I'm saying, and I don't have a Bible next to me, but this did this all happened on the same day because. When I remember yeah. reading the story, it was like this happened, like all the children got together, fire happened, and then his stuff was taken, and then his lambs died. I don't remember exactly. I'm not real good at quoting the Bible yeah. or Bible verses.
0: Um, it happens but, at one time, and then he says, and that's when he says, naked came I out of the womb, and naked I'll return thither. He says, you know, and then he's, and then it, it literally says uh in all these things uh, Job did not curse God which was a thing you know Satan said let me go touch everything that he has and and uh, he'll he'll curse your face so then the devil goes back up before him and he says and this is the modern healthcare system he says yay You've protected him blah blah blah. And he says he says, Yay, skin for skin all that a man hath shall he give in exchange for his life. In other words, he says, Let me let me touch him and he'll curse you in your face. A man'll give everything he is. has so that he doesn't die. And so he says, Right, because he went after
1: Right, he went after his family
0: and then he went after Job. Well, he went after the family first. And then right. Job didn't curse God. So then right. another time, Satan says, okay, let me touch him. God says, you can touch his flesh, but you can't kill him. And yeah, so right. he goes back down, and he smites him with leprosy. says he used a potsherd to scrape the sores off, and he covered himself in, in ashes, and he still didn't curse God. And so that's let's, when let's uh, all the... And, and his wife comes and says, don't you know any better curse than God? God. God.
4: And, and and to me, the whole um, that thou shalt have no other lords before lord thy God, um, to me, that's the most important connection uh, to whatever you believe in. I don't care what it is. It, one thing that I love, can I take over here about Job and the story of Job? Yeah, or? go ahead. Did you have a couple? Only if I can say things, one thing.
2: Only if I can say one, one thing. One thing.
4: Okay, one thing.
2: This is why I said we're naval lint. He loves naval, us with yeah. all of his heart, but when it comes... Yeah, in other words, dude, we're nothing. We're dust. We're whatever he needs us to be. I mean, he loves us with all of his heart, but when it gets right down to it, none of us should be prideful and swelled up, which is exactly why God said, where were you when I created the earth? Because who the hell are we? We're nothing. Well, man. Was, right, but the first thing I eat. But he
0: loves have us. You a have you considered me? I, considered I eat Ken,
2: Kansas.
1: Kansas wrote his song. We are dust in the wind. That's hey,
2: wait, wait, wait. All you we are is dust in the wind, hey, dude. Hey,
4: wait, 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 wait. Wait. I wish to give Brian a moment because he was trying to speak a moment ago. And then I wish to give my dissertation on other facts about Joe that I wish to
0: share with people. <laughs> All right, Brian, said, go ahead. I just said that the, the thing that he said that he said God says have you considered my servant Job? And you know, he's my servant, not yours.
2: That's right. That yeah. Well
0: we'll we'll see about that. Let me go after him. Okay and
4: there's uh someone to raise their number from an eight to eight number, someone Uh, called in, if you wish to remain silent for the moment, that's fine, I was just wondering if you wanted to say something before I spoke, so we'll give them a couple of seconds to answer.
7: I wanted to add to this.
4: Yes, go ahead.
7: Mm -hmm. Um, At the end of Job, close to it, it says, and all this Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. So God knows the beginning from the end. He knew exactly what Job was going to do or not going to do. And I believe the test was really for Job. We never know how we're going to act or behave or respond in a situation until it occurs. So we're the ones who are surprised the most when we, you know, sort of fall short or when we stay strong. And it was interesting that in Matthew it says... Again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Well, it talks about how many camels and goats, whatever he had. So he was a very wealthy man. And so it's harder for him, as Scripture says, for someone who is wealthy to enter the kingdom. And,
0: uh-huh? When you're done, i I'll add you. I'll add a little comment. Go ahead. And, and
7: uh, the other thing it adds here is that his sons used to hold feasts in their homes, and then when the period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. He would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their heart. This was Job's regular custom. So Job was always concerned about his kids. And he was he was very concerned that in, in the heart, their hearts that they would curse God. So he made sacrifices for them. This was obviously very important to Job. He was a very, it starts off by saying he was blameless and he was upright and he feared God. He shunned evil. Not perfect, but he certainly was, you know, a, a man that God had, really loved and then the fact that he lost all this and there's so much that's not in here so much to fill in the spaces here but the other thing I wanted to add was his friends accused him of sinning or doing something wrong and I think that it really got God really angry because When we're in in the deepest despair, when we do something, when we fall short, when we sin, whatever you want to call it, we're we're supposed to be lifting each other up. We're supposed to be encouraging one another, helping, giving a helping hand within healthy boundaries. And I think that God really got upset with Job's friends for putting Job down and blaming him and making it his responsibility for everything that happened to him. And I think that in itself is a lesson, that that's not what we are to do when somebody is in trouble or falls short. We're there to help, encourage, edify, and do whatever we can, with again, within healthy boundaries, to encourage someone to do what is right before the eyes of the Lord. And, Job, this is one of my favorite books in Scripture. So, I agree.
5: And,
0: and Job, Job Job, was contemporary with Abraham. And back at that time, it was more of a tribal setup. And the oldest male was the priest of the family. So that's why Job made the intercessions for his children. But in the New Testament, and, and when you get into Abraham, you know, Abraham lived a righteous life and God blessed him for it. So Abraham became wealthy. So in the New Testament, when they say the verse that you made reference to in Matthew, when it said, uh, it's hard when he says it's harder for a, uh, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. God.
7: The next thing that
0: they say to him is what? They say to him, well, who then can be saved? Because they felt at that time that if you're living a righteous life, God blesses you and you have plenty. That was their mentality. That's why they say that.
4: Okay, can I jump in? Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to jump in. I got the talking stick, and don't make me mute you, please. And uh, caller, or not caller, but guest 81, has requested we go back to talking about law uh, i b- personally believe the creator is the law i express that um so you your last text was i love the father and if you feel that way please stick around but if you somehow believe that us talking about a time immemorial Story that deals with the law of nature, the law of the highest high, the law of Yahweh, the law of the creator. If you somehow believe that that does not tie in to a law show, please leave. If you keep on posting things, I will just turn off the chat. Like if you get offended by this and you post some ad hominem, I'm just going to shut off the chat anyways with that being said going back to job all right there's a lot of things about job and i'm glad for each and every individual who has put in their view their expression their opinions about how they interpret that book because to me by far that is the most powerful book of the old testament By far, in my heart, is the most powerful book. And Matthew is the most powerful book of the New Testament. In in my heart. And I have a lot of reasons for this. And I'm not a big Bible guy. You guys are not going to get me talking about the Bible a lot. But just like Shawman said, man, Job, he always said, let's put a time a day, let's put a time, a place for John to go over Job. And well, you know, maybe it was just so important that we shouldn't have put a time, a time, we shouldn't have put a time, a place. Maybe it was just so important that we should just talk about it when it's natural. Because that's what it is, is it's natural. You know, Job, among archaeology, nobody believes that job is a story that actually happened not in mainstream scholar that that not christians not jewish people not islamic people they they don't believe it's a true story but they all have that story That story is outside of the Torah, but it's still among the Jewish traditions. That story is inside of the Quran. That story is inside of the Bible. There are 39 Old Testament books to the Bible. There's a reason for that number. You know, just like uh, Brian was talking about 42. You know, and there are 42 books in Job and there are certain numbers of days. In fact, I don't know exactly where it is in Job. I'd have to go look at my notes. But I know that there is a, um, a verse in Job that talks about a man following his person. Just think about that. A man following his person. In, in the book of Job is where I first learned of the term go well and for all of the people who haven't heard of the term go well you know it's basically what happened before there were civil courts and that was you came and broke my brother's kneecap (laughs) you know me sean and brian and my policy we're gonna come and we're gonna break both of your kneecaps because that's go well okay that was before the time we had somebody fair and just to take it to in society. it was it was it was the law of nature. It was natural law. It was the law of might makes right, okay? But eventually that law grew out of balance. The law of might makes right grew out of balance, and the people said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. You might have more bows, you might have more arrows, you might have more swords, but you know what? we got these rakes and we got these hoes to plow your fields with. We got these machetes to chop down new lands. You know, there's about 900 of us and 100 of you. We don't care what weapons you got. And that's where the law changed. That's where people fought and took up for their rights. But what's beautiful to me about Job is the fact that this story is before courts exist. It is before courts exist, which is why I say, this is a story that happens in God's court. It's God's court. Satan comes up to God's court and says, hey, I bet I can make one of them motherfuckers go commit perjury. (laughs) Go ahead, try, but you can't kill him. You know, like he can't go to the gates of St. Pete and it's like, hey, if you commit perjury, we'll let you up in heaven. That ain't that's not how we roll. So, you know, God allowed all of these things to happen. And Job's most trusted friends, the members of high society, which Job was obviously a part of, those members who would now today, we would call them like attorneys and magistrates and whatever. You know, they went over to Job's house and they said, Job, all of this bad stuff is happening to you and you must have done something to piss God off. You better repent right now. Bow down to the statue. Bow down to the statue. And I know that they didn't actually say those specific things. It's It's the symbology that's important. And it's the fact that this is told among all three of the Abrahamic religions. It is the only story told outside of the Torah in all three of the Abrahamic religions. And in all three of them, if you read to the end of the story, it looks bad, it looks awful. You know, my God, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. And how many times have we said on this show, it looks bad. It looks horrible. It's like, oh, I'm losing. I'm losing. I'm losing. I'm losing. And then you go in and it's like, okay, you won. Because they have to keep up the circus and beers. They have to keep up the facade. They have to keep Toto from pulling back the curtain. Because if they, if Toto pulls back the curtain, it's fucked. <laughs> You know, it's back to a hundred pitchforks again to every one man, you know? So, JC. hey, wait, wait, wait. To end this, what I will say is that the reason why Job is rewarded so well from God and in my own personal belief like damning god damning god and my personal belief is the worst thing anybody could ever do i would never ever ever do it again and i can say again because at one point in time i didn't believe god existed and i damned him a lot but i would never do that shit again Ever, ever, ever since he said, hey, little motherfucker, you better listen to me. I would never damn him. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Well, it sounds like um,
1: we hit uh, a nerve. And that may have a negative connotation in uh, my intent it's not a negative connotation i guess maybe i could articulate it uh better it, uh we s- struck upon something that we're passionate about i right? to, to 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 switch it from a negative connotation to a positive um and whatever the caller was, whoever she was I, I don't know what Eric coda was uh but i agree i agree with her I agree with Sean, I agree with you uh, it's the book is absolutely amazing uh the levels of the messages that that are in there um it's i i tend to focus on the judgmental positions of these religious fucks, I call them. And I I attribute that to my own life. Not not that I am Job, but whom God loves he chastens. And you know, as you're you're standing on the wheat fields and you're 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 flipping the baskets and you you are separating the chaff, whom God loves she chastens. And not that I am on Job's level, Bob. I, I, that's not the thing. But the message there is, I believe, so much more than ninety nine percent of of the the preacher's messages for the pulpits <clears throat> and I i think I agree with what all of y'all are saying Brian and the other caller whoever she is and uh, Sean he's been a little quiet I mean Sean's not working on anything we can't hear any uh, construction in the background
4: <laughs> but usually he's cleaning out his, va- his uh, what is it his trailer. So but I I don't think that this is really a conversation about argument. You know, I I don't think that any of us on this phone call right now would say that, you know, you're wrong. And this is what happened. I mean, I've admitted openly several times.
5: I agree. I I agree.
4: Children died individually. And I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and concede if somebody challenges that because I you know, I don't know how to quote it and exactly what it says right off the top of my head. Well, look, oh, I don't think... It, it's it's I, the basic underlying uh, story that's important to me. And and you were talking right, about... And that, you, don't, you don't feel like joking. Hey, I believe I, everybody's joke. Everybody has I, to go through a bunch of shit from their creator to get to the other side because we have all been crazy and insane and we hey, we grew up Mary, in a world of if carnage. i'm right well, i
1: am not saying that we disagree <laughs> I, I think that the the total conglomerate of what we're saying is we're basically on the on the same page um there's different aspects and different points of
2: uh
1: uh, uh you know uh Different points, and so I, I think we're on the same page.
4: So I'll listen.
2: Hey, if I uh, uh, right, if well, I may, I, yeah, let's
4: let like get in here. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was really quiet on purpose because uh, I wanted to listen to what I well, That's rare. If you really, all right, if hey you Mark, really give him
4: chance, man.
2: If you really think about it, you know, let's. If, if I'm going to try to be a, a basket weaver here, real quick. So let's take what everybody said.
5: There's Joni, there's
2: Brian, there's Mark, John, Sean. So the the underlying message is love, okay? God says to Satan Job loves me so much he's not gonna spit in my face. Satan hates God so much he says, watch me. I can make him do it. And so what he does is, Job is almost circumstantial. He's just kind of there. But God chose his strong servant. I mean, why instigate it to begin with? Maybe it was to teach Job something. Um, I think there's always a lesson to be learned. But I think, you know, court is always going on. Court, God's court is always going on. 365 and a quarter, seven days a week, here we are, every day, naked before the man. And we all have choices to make. And John said something that I thought was pretty interesting. And he said it before, and so have I. It looks like you're losing. It looks like you're losing, then you win. You know. And sometimes people will want to curse God when they don't understand something. And sometimes they will want to flee from God because of their circumstance. They don't. You know. They're rich. They don't want to give up uh, their wealth. Whether that wealth be pride, a driver's license, a social security benefit any of these things Um, and you know they may be looking like they're getting their butt kicked in court but if they just hold the course and they stay true to what they know instead of capitulating or bleeding the lines or saying well it doesn't look like this is working so we're going to kind of go into their world you know, you stay the course and then all of a sudden you win, you know, and that's where he says, don't worry about what you're going to say in court because I got your back. And I'm paraphrasing here, guys. People should read their Bible. they not know what I'm talking about. God so says, don't worry about what you're going to say when you're brought before kings and courts and principalities. Just, I got your back. If you love me, I'm going to write my law on your heart. And if you stay fast till the end, if you keep the lamp oil burning, okay, if you love me, you don't curse me. You don't bend. You don't yield. You don't suffer evil, okay, I'm going to reward you. At some point, you're going to win, but don't bend your knee to idols. Don't give in. No matter what it looks like it's going to cost you, stay the course. You love me, you seek my kingdom first, then I'll reward you. And that doesn't always mean we're going to get a Mercedes or a big house. But what it does mean is that we're going to be loved and we're going to be rewarded either in this world or the world to come. But wouldn't it be awesome if the main reward we got was our steadfastness, produced a wealth of knowledge and an example for the world to follow. And we actually started making a big dent. in this huge rock or mountain that's in our way, you know, so maybe the rewards going to be if we're steadfast and diligent, talking to one another, helping one another, loving one another, and helping the people around us understand what true law is, which is natural law, which was what we call common law, which is exactly what john was trying to tell that guy who was typing on the thing. You know, how can you understand natural law if you don't believe in the creator? I, you know, you're, it's a conundrum. You're not going to get it because you're not going to understand how can you be man when, when the creator created man. You can't be a man if you don't understand the creator. It's just as simple as that. Um, so everybody has a cool perspective on that torpedo level. Some people saw the black line. Some people saw the blue writing. Some people saw the yellow bubble. But when you bring them all together, it makes an awesome level that can build mansions and houses and bridges and all these wonderful things. You, you remember That's when my I
4: magistrate went. was all like, you know, obviously I know God made North Carolina when she was backtracking <laughs> up in yeah, Bull County. Yeah.
2: yeah, I do remember that. That was pretty funny. Like,
4: just go ahead and explain some of what was going on, like why she started backtracking.
2: Um, well, my, in my opinion, I think it was because, you know, sometimes we look like the, and this is a little long winded, but sometimes it looks like the battles with us, and it's really not. What they're battling is the truth, and I think she was just trying to, you know, a lot of times those magistrates and judges expect you to back down you know, and John was in there dealing with them. And I was standing outside the door. Actually, at that point, yeah, I was outside the door talking to that other cop. And when I heard that, I perked right up and came in. And John started questioning her. And then he looked at me and smiled. And I just said, what I said, I don't know exactly what I said. But all I know is she started backpedaling. Because what I think she was trying to basically do was she was trying to promote a lie. And she was trying to intimidate us and trying to trick us into going, Oh, they're the superior God here. And John and I put her in her place and said, no, are you wrong, but we're going to vocalize it right here in front of the whole damn room. And buddy, she backpedaled about as quick as I've seen anybody backpedal. And that's where you stand. I mean, okay. You're going to try to push me fine. What happens when I just stand here though, you're expecting me to run. I'm not running anywhere. And, then, and, and then you had the teamwork, you know, you had the teamwork of John and I helping our fellow man. And right there's a perfect example of when you stand together, you're stronger than when you're separate, you know.
4: And, and that's how you stand. And once you take that stance, once you take that position, you can never, ever ba- back down because that would be breaking your word, you know. And this woman was trying to say that the state was above God. <laughs> And when Sean got in there, and I was like, do you know what she just said? Because Sean was all like, I went to seminary. Because <laughs> I, I don't have anything like that to be like, yeah, yeah, I get accredited from some other guy who was accredited. <laughs> um, But, you know, I was like, do you know what she just said? She said that the state created God. <laughs> and she I was like, like oh, no, really? no, no, that's not what I really said. I thought we were just joking.
2: Yeah, she, uh, but, you know, in their hearts, they know they're lying. They know it. They, I mean, they, they know they're twisting and turning things, man. They, they have to know, you know. But I, I do think that the the rules. I was going over this with somebody the other day. The rules really are, if you look at it. I mean you know i was trying to explain to him how the other side and this is important the other side isn't necessarily dishonorable they may be dishonest but they're not dishonorable and that sounds like a contradiction but they actually honor god with their system and i'll tell you how because their system is the complete antithesis to god in other words it's the opposite like In their system, they can allow. Wait, 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 wait.
4: Let me go into this one. Let me go into this one. So when I was doing a whole lot of research about the real pro-atheist, you know, the people who are doing the atheist movement and heading the atheist movement, I told Sean, I was like, man, it's weird because even though these people are heading this atheist movement, none of them will say that God doesn't exist. They all denounce the Judea Christian God. And it's like, why do they only denounce the Judea Christian God? Because they cannot denounce God. They worship Satan. Satan has given them all of the benefits of their life. They cannot say, Satan, you don't exist. They cannot say God does not exist because they have a God. But what they do say is they the Judea Christian God. You know, this, this one is evil. <laughs>
2: And and that gives him honor. See, that actually see what that does is not only does it honor him, but it validates him because it gives testimony that he is and that they I mean, think about it. Their whole system shows how they're still subordinate to him and his rules, because I don't care if they were just tyrannical and evil and they just didn't care. Then why do they have to get your consent? Like, why don't they just why did they write all their rules based upon consent? instead of just running over you that's what a tire Jeffrey Dahmer I'm sure did not get consent from his victims before he carved them up and put them in the freezer I think he just drugged them and did it and and the very fact that these people don't do it like that kind of shows you that they still are just like Satan in the book of Job. hey you can do this but you can't do that so you can go down there and mess with them but buddy you can't, you can't kill them. You can't do this. You can't do that. They still have rules they have to follow, and that just shows you how ultimately evil is still subordinate to the Creator Yahweh. I
0: think that they do that, the consent thing, is so that they can be justified in their heart when they steal from you, rob you, and all
2: that. Well, right, that's what I'm saying. They're they're dis, they're not dishonorable necessarily because if they get consent. They didn't dishonor you, but they sure are dishonest.
4: Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! That brings me back to the legal maximum: no legal wrong can be done to one who consents. There
5: you
2: go. There you exactly go. Exactly my it's point. The
4: maximum law. So anyway, everybody, right thank you, thank you for coming out this evening. If anybody has any last statements to say about um, Job they will be welcome for the next 10 maybe 15 minutes pull the pin money mike i'm gonna unmute you any problems i'll meet you back pull the pin you're unmuted money mike you're
5: unmuted
3: hello everybody how you how are you doing all you beautiful people out there i got a question for uh g8 uh uh, I like your stuff. Uh, uh, you got some very interesting stuff. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, I'll open a call uh, tomorrow night uh, and come on over and we can actually talk instead of instead of just uh, you know being on the chat all the time. I love when you come on, on my call sometime on the chat, but uh, I really want to hear your voice. Uh, let, let, let's have a dialogue. shall we please please pretty please. All right. Yeah, whoever's
4: Thanks. hiding behind a keyboard, you better bring your punk ass out onto the internet. <laughs> you out right now. No, I yeah, like yeah. 5, yeah. I got word, money word. on my word.
3: Oh, This goes out to all my N-words out there. All right, anyway. All right, never mind. All right, all right thank you. You new computer, the one you recommended you get? No, 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 no. He didn't recommend this. I thought, Jason, said you needed a MacBook. Oh, all right, anyway. All right.
4: All right. <laughs> hey, um uh, the other caller I unmuted. Uh you're up maybe. Uh no, nah, pull the pin, just muted themselves back up. So if anybody else uh wishes to, you know, if y'all wish to have some finer final dissertations about Job, now's the time. I'm definitely killing the call in 15 minutes. I got things to do. And we're not having it next week, but we will have a call the week after that. I think we'll we'll probably move to every other week um, just to let everybody know. So, but other than that, go at it, people. <laughs> hey, JC, JC, who was the last guy that spoke? And does
1: he have a, a, a show? Oh, I yeah, that listen. was money,
4: Mike. I think he does a show every night. He tries to get on. I'm surprised he didn't give the number to his call. Hey, money, Mike, if you're still listening, come on and give the number to your call. This guy's he'll he'll hook up with you. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, money, Mike says it's still on the call, but uh, he just left
1: okay uh i i I mean let let me ask you this are are you in agreement with the positions of money mike
4: um not mostly yeah i mean money mike is a guy i mean he's, he's a good guy like he he likes to drink every now and then but who doesn't you know so he's a good enough guy he comes on if he wants to tell everybody, hey, I got a call going on, man, I ain't no hater.
1: You know? Okay, all right, look, cut through the bullshit. I am. Uh, Sean, am on, am I cutting through the bullshit? I, on a scale of one to ten, how much is Money Mike in line with you guys?
2: Forty-two. <laughs> okay, 50. <laughs> he's not All right. man, in a lot of ways. He is in some ways, and in other ways, he's
4: not. Dude, I mean, he's I mean, just he's like anybody else. He his has own... his own opinions yeah. and
2: beliefs. It, he's gotten more in line with this over the last year which I think today is the one year anniversary of John and I doing a show. Well, actually
4: tomorrow in one hour will be the one year anniversary from the first show we ever did with Gus and it will actually be my wedding anniversary, which is probably why we didn't make it with Gus. But anyways, um, yes, that will be in, in 56 minutes.
2: He, uh, but, I mean, Money Mike, he, he, when we first got on, a lot of people, I think, were, we had a, like a little band of people that were kind of always arguing with us, and then until their arguments just kind of trailed off. Money Mike, he paid attention pretty well and started, he, for a little while there, we were, you know, he was, uh, I mean, obviously, he's questioned us some and doesn't agree with everything, but I think I think he's agreed with us quite often, hasn't he, John?
4: Well, I think he's been way less of an asshole on my show than, than Gus's show, if that says anything.
2: I mean, I just remember him coming out at one point and actually saying he went and got a Bible because he actually started, you know. When he was oh, yeah, when you were doing show, Rocking the Word. Which I'm going to start doing again. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's I think it's just like everybody, Mark. I mean, even John, I mean, dude, there's been times John and I have hung up on each other. I mean,. Shit, I'm sure there's times we've wanted to choke each other to death, but he called me and said, "Man, I need you down here. You gotta come. I'm I'm in the car." You know, it's just, I think, I think he's pretty in line with us though, more so than he used to be. Oh, okay, that's good. So, Sean, I need your
1: ass in the car. To come down, and help me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And, and Mark, he uh, wow. Hey, I thought that worked for me, not you. Yeah. So, there, there's a a relationship. Relationship. I don't I don't the chain
2: of custody here. Sean, what radio. was six? That's what this radio shows for, is to try to help people, you know? Yeah. And it's
4: Sean, all, it's Sean. Six degrees of separation is all about respect. If you get enough respect <laughs> from me, for me to call my people, man, we have had 20-plus people up in the courthouse watching something one time. And that was just because they were all there out of respect. Most of the people yep. did not know the individual who was going before the court, didn't have any clue on what was going on. They just knew that somebody that knew them, that knew them, asked them to fucking come. And it was, right. it was and we, we, and we, the we word of uh, bond. J.C., we talked about that, and you,
1: you you told me that, like, hey, look, part of this is your participation. You come, And I have not uh, been aware of an opportunity where I needed to show up in court. But, okay, I, I will do that. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question. Sean, what state are you in? <laughs>
4: Do you want to take this or you want me to take this?
2: Well, I was just saying, you can take it if you want. (laughs) You want the lawful answer (laughs) or do you want want the legal answer?
4: Sean is upon the land of Tennessee. I want the truth, motherfucker. Hey, hey, Mark. 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 Yes, sir. Listen to me, sir. Okay? Sean is upon the land of Tennessee, he's not that far away. He'll get in the car if I tell him to be here in an hour and a half. Like, man, guns are about to be banging. Okay, be uh, bro, I get that. Hour. Okay, it's simple. But, hey, it's simple.
1: Mark, Mark,
4: Mark, yep, yeah. yes, sir. I can call Sean and ask that of Sean because Sean and I are down like that. You can't sit here on a national radio show and say, Hey, man, would you come down for my county court case? <laughs> no, I didn't say that, motherfucker. I didn't say
1: that. I, I asked him what state he's
4: in.
5: No, before I that, you asked if Tennessee. you would come down
4: and visit your court case.
5: No, I didn't do that. That's your assumption,
2: motherfucker. No, no, no. I asked did. him what state he's in. Yeah, and then you said, will you come down for my case? All right,
1: well, eliminate that part of it, and please just answer the question, which I already yeah, know. I did. Apparently, you're in Tennessee. Yeah. No,
4: he's upon Tennessee, upon Tennessee. <laughs> he is not in Tennessee. I do not know how, you how he becomes me
2: in Tennessee. You guys are cracking me up. No,
5: okay.
4: <laughs> so let me ask you a question.
2: Go ahead, Matt. Uh, ask me a question.
1: I'll ask you a question: Are you a Tennessee fan?
2: You talking about like the football team? Ah, uh, what other manly man sport is there? <laughs> no, man, I'm. I no, I don't care about that kind of stuff, dude. No, I, he doesn't uh, play I'm tennis. I'm too busy on. I'm on. Uh, <laughs> I'm too busy on the phone with John, doing this or doing that or working or. I mean, in my spare time, I paint and play drums and sing. I'm a musician and a painter, so I don't, you know. You're a musician? If I had, if I had to. yeah. yeah that means drums, you're a think. whore. I'm what? Really? A whore. No, I used to be. I got married. <laughs> I'm in remission. now. Now I'm in remission.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so awesome did so what type of music um do you play
2: oh everything I play metal everything from Pantera the Spyro Jive, the dream theater the Billy you know Billy Joel to James Taylor just all over man i I always like music ah, I don't so. I just sit down and whatever comes out comes out.
1: So you're a cop, a former cop that smokes weed.
4: No, I don't no. smoke weed. I don't drink either. He just Believe hangs me, out with trying. a bunch of people that smoke <laughs> weed. That's all. Anyway, Believe me, they all try to get me to. They really do. Oh, my God. I've been hanging out with them. And they're all like, you look like a hippie. When are you going to be an actual hippie? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> What the fuck? Look, no, I mean, if you, not if you
2: studied it. Too. Sean, am I joking? You if you studied it. No, I'm not it, joking. Me. I mean, everybody tries to get me to drink and smoke, but I don't. I Dude,
4: it's, don't. it's like what? trying to pop the pop on the Pringles. I mean, the uh, preschool girls in Catholic Church. I'm just teasing. Anyways, it is late. <laughs> I told everybody about 10 or 15 minutes ago I was going to cut the show. Mark, Sean, if you guys wish to speak to each other in private, I have no problem hooking that
2: up. Shoot, um, buddy, I got to get up at like 5 o'clock. I'm going to bed.
4: Well, I'm not talking, right? about but, I'm but, talking about tonight. I'm just talking about whatever. Gentlemen! I mean, Mark oh, was oh, oh, talking yeah. good about you earlier, Sean. Like, he really was. No, I'm just but, saying
2: but, this because I, I paid like, him yeah. earlier.
1: I gentlemen, I right have.
2: Down. Yeah, I'll talk to you
1: Gentlemen, That's I have no to be up
2: to crack
1: at noon. Crack at noon. Me too. Uh, all up. right, look, uh, J C. Look, dude, I love you, man. You're awesome. I admire you. I respect you. Uh, your your knowledge and, and information. Uh, really really tweaks my brain. I, I, I really appreciate all of it um, when you have a chance, send me Sean's number
7: I'll are to you? Him.
4: Yeah, that's cool. So and I, I would like to thank shaman although you know It's kind of half his show too, but thanks for coming out and I would like to thank uh brian the oracle pull the pin money mike i would like to thank everybody else um patrick who got on the phone at the beginning of the call <laughs> i would like to thank everybody who participated in the call and everybody who came out to listen to the call we really appreciate it we really appreciate every dollar in donation that you send to jc shaman and and we love hey, having these conversations and getting people together. Give a shout Whoa, uh, okay.
2: Mark, 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 hold on, hold on. Can you give a shout out to that Jimmy guy who came in from Facebook? That, that you know, he opened himself up. I'm gonna try and deal. Yeah, with him dude. With
4: him. Oh, man, I was wondering where Jimmy went. I was like, he's yeah. probably just gotta have a deal with this man, dude. And I thought he's well, gonna he, be back you know, in five knows.
2: minutes. He tries to he tries to participate on the Facebook page pretty often. He, and he, seen, you know, he doesn't get on there and stir anything either. He asks legitimate questions. Like he, he seems like an all right guy. So, you know, I've been trying to get him to come on the show for a little bit, and uh, so I'm glad he did. And I just, you know, that's kind of what the show's for. People like him. I mean, he's Dude, really searching, I,
0: man.
4: <laughs> honestly, I gotta give him a lot of respect because I mean, you know, I mean, he sounded Hispanic a little bit, and when I asked him if he speaks uh, Spanish better than English, you know, which was kind of legitimate. It's like if you speak Spanish better than English, put all your paperwork in Spanish.
2: In well, at least real. it's fun anyway. I mean, there's no reason it yeah. should
4: be fun, right? So, but I mean, you know, I mean, he was really honest. Like he he was really honest, and I respect him for that.
2: Yeah, he so, seemed like a good guy.
4: Yeah, hey, anyways, Brian, you have anything to add, hey, oh. Uh, nope.
0: just Good show. Sorry I got on late.
4: Oh, it's all good. We're glad you uh, showed up and talked about Go because, yeah, I mean, this is definitely a conversation we should probably continue in private sometime. Oh, yeah. So and uh, Craig Lynch, we definitely appreciate you being out here. If you have anything to say, you know, before the end of the evening, uh, money Mike, you're you're live. But Craig Lynch, if you have anything to say, just uh, put it up on the
3: chat. I just I'll checked it a while ago. Yeah, I'm very alive. But, uh, anyway, Good. I got a question for you. Um,
4: What's up, do, my man?
3: If you ever do a private thing, wait. Uh, who's talking? I, like, who, who, Money Mike,
4: Money Mike, five thousand. I don't
3: know. You guys are chaotic, right? man. Wait, 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 wait. Anyway, anyway, who? Uh, if I wanna, if I wanna, like, do a private thing with you, uh, are you on Skype or anything, or like what? Um, not
4: like. Uh, contact us by email at JC. It's JC A and D. S H A M A N at gmail.com and then send the donation to um, JC Shaman and Baba.com slash donate
3: and send the donate. Okay, so I got to donate, and that way everything is uh, copacetic. Uh, then, then you know I want to talk some serious shit. Okay. Well, if you
4: donate, then you're definitely going to be talking serious. You don't have to donate. There was this guy this past week who called me up. uh, Well, he didn't call me up. He sent an email, and he said, hey, I have a pretty exciting story I'd like you to hear. And I said, uh, you know, I, I called him up. He didn't donate, and I told him to come on to the show.
3: Well because he doesn't deal with bankers. I mean come on now. What? <laughs> oh so what? You call me a banker? <laughs> I know mean, your name is J.C. I was just yeah, like
1: 20
3: minutes JC. ago, he, I was trying to promote Money Mike. Man, look at the irony in this. Money Mike, is are calling J.C. a bank. Oh, yeah. I'm on the- <laughs> yeah, okay, touche, touche. <laughs> Don't make Actually, me pull my I'm workout called- on some motherfuckers. <laughs> Actually, I'm called Money Mike because I ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought you had $5,000 $5,
4: to your name. I thought it was like Money Mike <laughs> no, 5,000 because the my bell is
3: above 5,000, uh, it dollars. I ain't getting, getting
4: out. Now. No,
3: I spent $5,000. She, spent it. she, on it. On she didn't want me up for a anyway. Hey, it's, Money it's, Mike. It's, hey, Money Mike.
4: No,
2: no Money Mike.
4: No, no didn't you want to know the number to his show?
3: Uh, I wish to. Yeah, yeah. your
4: show. I mean, yeah, money, Mike. Put the number out for your show, cause I'm gonna kill this call.
3: Oh, uh, uh. Okay, one four two three zero six. One four two three zero six.
4: Is that correct? Yes yes okay sir. say it one more time for everybody
3: yeah <laughs> all right anyway not uh, one four two three zero six <laughs> callers are standing by tomorrow <laughs>
4: awesome all right money mike i'm gonna mute you anybody else who wishes to say something really quick about uh job and then i'm gonna kill the call Going once. Going twice. I see that Sean has left the call. Hey, Brian, you still there? Yeah. Would you like to say anything before the show ends or about Job?
0: Just that uh, he was a lot more righteous than any of us, probably.
4: (laughs) Yeah, well, man, that's, that's the part about Job, like, you know, he was pushed through it, still- man. God pushes us all through tests all the time. It's just like Sean and I used to talk about. We're all going through a trial. You know, that's why it's called a trial, because everybody's going through a trial. It's trying all of us, and we just gotta have faith. We're gonna make it through the other side. That's all we can do.
0: What said earlier is, you know. You know, God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Job yeah, and I mean, that goes... God, even though he didn't have it exactly right, which is what I was saying earlier. That's why he says, uh, I repent. You know, Job repented. And well, Job. But uh, God rewards Job.
4: Him. Job was always supposed to repent because just because, you know, just because he didn't curse God. And that's what I think, you know, the devil is really after. Yeah, Yeah. so, but that didn't mean that he he didn't do things in his life that he thought were wrong. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, because, you know, the man had such a conscience, To, Like the lady that called in said, you know, he was making intercessions for his kids. Perhaps one of them, you know, cursed God in their heart, so he would. He would, uh, you know, make a sacrifice for them. But, uh, yeah, and that's, you know, that's several times in Job, it says it says uh, he, he hung on to his own righteousness. You know, he was, I think what it is, is God ex- expects us to do some righteousness, but Job was clinging just to that mainly. I think God was teaching us that we need, you know, you've got to have him too. But the I interesting thing at the end of Job's life, it says that... Uh, He went, uh, when it died, it said said he was old and full of days, which is awesome because, you know, when you go back and you have seconds at the table and then you have thirds at the table and then you just had so much that you you just say I'm full and you just push back from the table. He had a full life. I mean, he had the full, full life. Awesome.
1: Brian, Brian, what state are you in?
0: I told you I'm in state of sanity.
1: <laughs> so you're divorced?
0: No. I'm happily No, married. he's
1: the one
4: who said he's happily married.
1: Well, I, I wish you well, but answer my question.
0: I'm not in
4: any state. <clears throat> Dude, he told you he is in a state of sanity. Okay, like you're talking about states. You're thinking about boundaries, lines. I'm thinking about geographical. <laughs> yes, but that is all imagination, brother. It's all. It imagination. is. It. it, it hey, is, hey, but Mark, Mark, step back. Yes, sir. When Jehovah Witness people knock on my door, I love to greet them, and I love. Everyone. I hear you. Hey, wait, I love it. when I you say, you. If you die right now, do you know if you're going to go to heaven or hell? And you know what I always say? I always say I'm going to go to heaven and I say it so confidently that they wonder how I know. And I always tell them, I say, cause God ain't going to just take me out of heaven because somebody put a bullet in my head. Like that's just not going to happen. Like, you know, you can either realize the state of heaven around you, what God has provided you with, what God has put in your life, or you can create your own hell fucking thinking through your thoughts, freaking out over by being you, married right, trying to fuck you over. Dude, the choice is yours. So but I was gonna end this call ten minutes ago.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, what what wait I have to tell you,
0: all right, Brian, go ahead. You know, this this thing of, it's like, oh, you're in Tennessee, you're in this, you're in the United States, you're in this. Okay, go to the Bible. What does the Bible say? It says, in him, we live and move and have our being. I'm in God. That's scriptural. Yeah. That's the state. And I would
4: agree with that. Huh?
1: Okay, I understand that. I I don't disagree with that. But, however, okay. you however, do live in ridiculous. Everybody state.
4: perceives it differently. The call is no, going just, to end. Thank I you, everybody, you, for NM coming out right now. <laughs> you know, everybody yep. has the right to anonymity. on on this program everybody has the right to free speech if i'm going to tell you that i'm going to kill free speech it's kind of like uh what i stated with guest 81 earlier you know if you're writing some stuff that's just obnoxious yes i I will stop it um other than that i love free speech brian if you got a couple of things to add before the end of this i respect you brother go ahead
0: Good night, John
4: Boy. All right. Good night, Billy Joel. All right. Mike, you got five seconds.
3: And in case anybody wants to know what state I'm in, I'm just going to simply say this one.
4: Uh, Okay. This one. Good night, everybody.
0: All right. Good night.
6: Take care.